welcome to where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views, they are Gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am moderator B Jones here in the flesh, and I got Coach K up top this week. What's happening? I don't know if you're on top or bottom, man. All right, how does it look? Side by side right now. See, I don't know where he is, but Coach K, what's going on, man? Uh, listen, man, I'm here, you know, surviving, and you know, wouldn't you never know when you're gonna call my name, so. Um, yeah, man, I'm here though, man. I'm happy to be here. Happy everybody's back again. There it is. There it is. All right, coming your way, man. Mr. Nailed it. What you nailed today? Listen, just nailed life. It's uh, about to be a, a nice trip tomorrow. Heading out to North Carolina for a one day trip and back in. But um, this past 4th of July uh, weekend, got some fireworks out there and the boy put on a show. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some fireworks this past weekend, too. We'll talk about that a little later, though. Hey, man. Uh, BJ, what's going on? Oh, good, man. Happy Elsa decided to go elsewhere. That is what. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. And Freshito, what's going on, sir? Um, You know, I'm in here, new set. Uh, Got my glasses on. We just trying to, you know, make this thing live and then live in color, baby. I see you. I see you. So go ahead and kick us off with the preservation, man. Get us started on a positive note. Let's see. Um... <clears throat> if it's meant to be, it will be. You won't have to force it, condense it, or worry over it. Let it flow. Let it be and let it come to you. You're attracting everything you need trust the timing of your life uh something we don't talk about often enough is is just that you know trusting what's going on allowing your gut feeling to be uh the right feeling and being able to trust and and follow what you uh you know those instincts that you were feeling on the path that you're meant to take go do that go inspire go be preservated we out here 3d baby there it is there it is Man, it's crazy that you start with that because that's a perfect segue into what I want to talk about. What's going to be is going to be. So I want to ask y'all, in any particular situation, man, is it, it has it been a situation where, you know, something has happened to you and you're supposed to learn the lesson through what happened? Every day, brother. I'm about to say many yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Every day, right? Yes. Every day. And do you typically take that lesson or do you be like, you know, kind of like forget about it or have to end up going through the same thing again to realize, damn, this, this happened to me last time. I need to do better. I think yeah, it depends yeah. on, the, on the, the, the result of the lesson you're learning. Um, usually when you get burned, you remember that pretty strict. Or if someone treats you in uh, an unfairly way, you tend to remember that and you adjust to that person so that person never do it to you again. But if it's a passerby lesson, 
and something you, you may have caught, but you're like, oh, was that? Maybe not. That might happen again. So that severity level is, is what keeps it ingrained in your body versus the uh, quick ones. Yeah, yeah I man. Uh, some people say that there are um, there are two different types of lessons, right? They're, they're the ones that are just, okay, it's a one-time thing. You, you got this experience, keep it moving. Uh, and then there are the lessons that we came here predestined to learn that we are uh, destined to keep repeating until we actually learn it because there are life lessons that are assigned to us that we're supposed to learn and that's what we're here for. And until we actually learn it, they just keep showing up in different forms. I can tell you a lesson I, I should have learned that I have not learned yet is my impulse, um, impulse purchasing of things uh, or need to buy things because it's cool to me at the time. Um, that has been a lesson that I've been, I, I, I'm sure I've been told to be taught. Uh, I use that word perfectly, told to be taught. Uh, <laughs> I, I have not learned yet. And I think it finally hit me and I was like, you know what? Today was my test. I was in a comic book store and I saw one um, one figure that I liked and I was like, oh, I should buy that. But I was there with Namdi showing him like, it's not always going to a store to buy something, but you can go to a store and look and see. I think that lesson was was being taught and that kind of hit me hard. So now I have adjustment um, for that. I've been trying to buy a TV for like six months. Don't need one, but want one, but I've been good. Really good. It's tough, but <laughs> I want to buy one so bad, but I'm not. But, uh, yeah. We'll never guess that, man, because you're always like the fiscally responsible person on the show. Like, you're always about the money management and everything. So I would would never have guessed that you, uh, you know, struggle with something like that. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, you I don't I, see I, all of those things in his background. It is impossible for somebody to have that many knickknacks. <laughs> I mean, those are probably acquired over time. Like, how many is that? How many years is that, Art? Uh, so it's probably pre-COVID, maybe one year. You <laughs> said one? Yeah, <laughs> one year. Like, I just started one day. It was like, I want this. I saw this. I want that. And then Thank you. Mine. Yeah, okay, let me see. Yeah, this theory, theory denounced. I'm about to say, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I've always liked like like small things. Like in my dorm room, I had a bunch of small things in my dorm room that I liked that was just cool and, and in my apartment. So this is what I do. Um, but uh, at the same time, I now know it, it was affordable. I, I could afford it. I paid for it. I paid it off. It was done. But could that have gone somewhere else that can better use? And now that I had the kids, I'm rethinking all of that, those $20 here, $20 there, that can be dropped somewhere else for longer term use. So now I'm picking long term versus short term. Gotcha. Gotcha. The reason I brought this up, man, is because, you know, if you look, if you if you're watching this, you see the subtitle on my name. I need a new truck. And the reason I need a new truck is because that same Fourth of July weekend, man, the fireworks went off in the back of my damn truck. Somebody decided to, you know, run into the back of us <clears throat> on the highway coming from seeing fireworks and everything. But throughout all of the whatever chaos, you know, getting everybody out of the car, when you actually sit down and reflect on why that actually happened. I keep coming back to I was not supposed to be there. And as Fresh said, you know, follow your gut, you know what I'm saying? Go with your instinct. My instinct and the reason why we ended up in that predicament was 
uh, we're going to go straight home from the fireworks. We're not going to stop. We're not going to pass gold. We're not going to collect $200. She's going to go straight home. <clears throat> we end up deviating from the path, um, stopping at uh, sister-in-law's house for a second and get back on the highway. And then, boom, crazy situation. Car hits the, the car hits us in the back, flips over on the other side of the highway. You know, my car is totaled. Their, uh, I don't know where the condition of their car is, but you know, some injuries on that side and completely avoidable in my head, I think, um, if I had just followed my spirit or followed my gut in that instance. And I think that's really, really important um, for us to talk about and talk through because I think that not instances that are this serious where injuries could be happening, but how many times throughout the day do you fight your inner voice? Do you fight your spirit when it comes to one thing or the next, a simple decision or a major decision? And I think when you hear that, you really, really got to pay attention to it um, and not think so much with your head and really start thinking more with your center. The greatest debate that every single person has every single day is that internal debate with yourself where your gut speaks, your instinct speaks, and then all of a sudden your brain goes to work like, oh, got to come up with a counter argument, got to come up with some other points. Um, and, and you're absolutely right. If we would have just went with that first instinct, that first gut feeling, more than likely we would have probably ended up in the favorable situation. It's not only that though, it's, it's the, <laughs> the amount of time that we spend thinking and pondering and weighing decisions instead of just executing whatever it is, is what is like keeps us stagnant. It's it's that it's that you'll sit there, simple things, just trying to figure out what to wear, but then trying to figure out what to eat, then trying to figure out, you know, okay, what I got to do today, and then should I go and do this task first, and then that, instead of just like, yo, that's why um, you got people like Dr. Dre and and uh, Zuckerberg who wear the same clothes all the time because it takes away one of those decisions that waste time. And it's like, that's what it comes into is when you start to go with your gut, it may not always be right, but when you get into that art of execution, you can, can surpass what was the, you know, the mistake or what was the thing that you need to, you know, all right, I did go with my gut, but oh man, I got stalled at this next thing, but I'm still in that motion of execution as opposed to being in that, uh uh-huh, kind of, I don't really know in second guessing. You know what? And and a lot of times it's a deviation. It's a deviation from who you are because I, I remember one of my car accidents. Um, I was I was on campus and at the time I lived with um some Kappas. Magosi was one of them. Shout out to Magosi if he's listening. Um and he was like, Oh man, you know, I need like another 30, 40 minutes. And normally I would just sit back cool, like, all right, cool, man, I'll wait for you. But that day, for whatever reason, I decided, nah, man, I'm not waiting. You got to find another ride. I'm out. Sure enough, I'm five minutes from, from the apartment and boom, car accident. My car gets totaled and that just started just the, the ripple effect from that went years. Cause I didn't have a car again for years. And like, 
it just totally messed everything up. Um, and it was a deviation from what I would normally do. But so was, my head jumped in and said, hey, nah, leave him. You know, what you doing sitting around here waiting for somebody? Yep. So some of that, some of that is lessons. Some of that is just the consequence of choices we make, right? So right. I, I, I think there, there's a difference between it both because the same situation, not as drastic, but again, car, car situation is easy. Carol, that day you were here a couple weeks ago, I leave to go to the table and something told me that morning, like, like we literally, we had just um, traded the pilot and went back to our Odyssey um, in June, early June. This is a week later. I normally drive my car down to Miami, did it, was to get a haircut, something that they said, you know what, just pay the Odyssey. Left, on the way to come back, you know what, let's stop at a gas station, get some of the drink real quick and give the, give the boys a snack before we come back up. This is only about like a 20, 25 minute drive, but I right, still just grab something and snack on whatever. Coming back, getting on the highway, car in front of the car next to me, kicks up something on the highway, smashed into the front end of the, of the thing. Seven days old. Mm. Like, and then in the back of my mind is like, had I been in my car, forget had I been in my car, this, what, what made me take that car that day? But also the choice was, to stop at that gas station. Had I not stopped at that gas station that time, I would never been by that car. It kicked up the piece that did it, right? So it's all it's, it's choices, some things, it's, it's lessons. So I think it's really up to each individual to analyze the situation and kind of figure out, okay, is this just a result of the choice and I just got to suck it up and just is what happened, what happened? Or is this a lesson I need to learn? So I think there's a huge distinction. It's not everything it doesn't have to be a life lesson we, we go through. But it's different choices. So if you stopped at your sister, you said your sister-in-law's house. So if that was the case, was there a legitimate reason that the deviation occurred? Right. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely so okay. Not. In, my opinion, through, in my opinion, let me add that. <laughs> so again, in your opinion, right? You ask Chris, you might get a different answer. You ask the kids, you might get a different answer. Who knows? But at the end of the day, the decision was made. Mm -hmm. So based on this decision, had we not done that, we would have been way past that time. We wouldn't encounter that car. That's the that's the life choices we make. Had I left, had I not, I, I put thought it the other way. There was another time I left the house and literally I had to run back in the house real quick. And literally I get to the stop sign and the car in front of me turns and gets hit coming into the complex. Yeah, I've had that happen to me as well. So Similar in my situation. mind, I'm like, I'm like, it's the reverse action. So it's a it's a mm -hmm. lesson learned as well. Again, when, when something tells you go back in the house and get that, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Don't fight it. So it's one of those things where the lesson is the lesson, or it's just a choice that you made and you have to like, what was the root cause of it? I stopped to get I stopped to get some snack. This is the result of it. I gotta pay my deductible, get it fixed. It's only been a week. The insurance company gonna give me hell. Oh well, <laughs> I gotta deal with it. So, so, so let me ask you, what, what what was that snack that you stopped to get? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just got to just stop getting my bag of chips and the soda. That was that was really. Oh, it was for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was it was like keep them keep them staying in the back while yeah. he drove. Yeah. yeah, it was not. I mean, for them, they're older now. I don't have to do all that. But again, that it was sometime. You know what? We're we've been stuck in the house most of the days. I'm here working, so they're in the house too. So we got out that day. So before we head back home, step and get something real quick. So 
That was just a choice I made. So you didn't get anything? Is over here. I think I got a, like a diet Pepsi. So I always get the diet Pepsi. Myself. Always a diet Pepsi, <laughs> baby. <laughs> First, I want to go back to something that you said um, that I thought was real good. And it was um, following your instinct, but not always, it not always being, I guess, right in the situation. And I think that is very important, um, especially when you're trying to train yourself to be instinctive um, or, or listen to that inner voice because you nobody's going to be right 100% of the time. But the gains that you get from that. And, you know, if you think of it, you know, from an athlete perspective or anybody's perspective, really, when you put yourself on the line and you bet on yourself, I think you gain more from that situation at any point in time than you lose, even if you're wrong, um, because you, you either figure out your limitations, you understand what went wrong, and you're able to get another lesson out of that. So I really feel like following your instinct, right or wrong, typically not going to uh, lead you down the wrong path or end up being a wrong decision. Yes. It's it's like um, adding another five ten pounds to the, the 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 bench while you're you know when you're lifting after you've been going for a little bit go ahead and adding a couple more you know pounds on there it's it's how you test yourself it's how you're able to and we by nature are very afraid of failure and afraid of you know having to do something over again having to you know any of those things where if we can get into the understanding that failure is is earning it's not failing it's not like life is over it's not like you know things end the the greatest moments of learning come from you know failure you you get so much out of that experience and a better understanding of not just what you were trying to do but more importantly oh no sometimes you get that understanding of oh that's all it was i i wasn't ready now but i I have just the right, you know what I mean? It's only a little bit more for me to do what I need to do. And that's what we need to do more of as a people is go ahead and push yourself and take that opportunity to, yes, you know what, let me go ahead and try out for this thing or do that experience or whatever it is because you don't know and stop um, stop sitting and making so many assumptions about what you do, uh, what you uh, what you think you know and, and how you uh, assume something's going to be and go out there and actually experience it and, and figure out how it is. Push your kids to do the same thing. Yeah, and I mean, I you know, I don't eat pork, so I'm not piggybacking, but um, I just want to simplify it. <laughs> I just want to simplify it. Turkey necking. Or, 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 or supplement what you just said and, and just really break it down because sometimes we we talked about the lesson and the positive, but you're absolutely right. Sometimes the lesson is in the mistake or the whatever went wrong, but because you're playing it safe and you don't want to be wrong, you missed out on a lesson and you didn't get to something greater than what you actually got. Let's talk about that for a second because I was playing tennis um, over the weekend. And uh, you know, shout out to Vic, he, he is a tennis pro, um, teach him how to play properly and going through the whole process. And you know, I'm using just my natural gut ability of playing in the past or so many years ago. And um, frustration started to hit stick in because I knew where I wanted to go with the ball, 
but it wasn't going there or it was going too far out of bounds most of the times. And the, the gut of losing or not doing right, I didn't learn a lesson. I kept trying, okay, well, I'm going to go walk through this. I'm going to do this. And it wasn't what needed to be done. Um, but sometimes your pride won't allow you to learn the lesson that you're trying to learn because you think you know what it is already. And it took me three losses to get there to go, all right. And I still didn't win, but at least I was learning. After that third loss, I like zenned out and said, all right. And he actually went love, love for a while. And officially he beat me, but it took me a while to get there and say, okay, I didn't just let myself understand or watch what he's doing and listen to the words he's saying. So that's true. Completely true. Sports are one of the most humbling uh, things, especially if you're a person with <clears throat> decent coordination, because you can sit there and watch somebody do all types of different sports and you'll sit there oh man that can't be that bad it can't be that hard it's it's you know i could definitely you know i could at least be decent at it right and and yeah reality comes in and you're just like what do you mean i want it to go right there why is right. it not going right there exactly. i'm, I'm hitting it to go right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah that pride man that's a hell of a drug mm. how detrimental you know, when it comes to these lessons and, you know, following your gut, how how, how do you balance that? You know, how detrimental is your pride in, in all of this, following your gut and listening to your inner self? It, it, it's I mean, very detrimental, but you got to, you have to, that's one of the greatest battles too, is A, knowing and being able to identify that that's your pride talking, that's your pride that's keeping you from doing the things that you should do um, in, in accomplishing certain things, or even just, you know, trying things that you wanted to do. Cause there, there's pride and foolishness that will keep you from just uh, experiencing the life that you should. And so it's one of the biggest battles is being able to understand, identify, oh man, I'm just being prideful. I need to go ahead and, you know, apologize. I need to go ahead and try that. I need to go ahead and whatever it is. That's, a hard pill to to learn to swallow but i think in the context in which we're talking about pride um it's almost synonymous with ego and you have to move to basically operate without the pride piece because you don't know which side pride is working on is pride working on the side of, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and try to do this? Or is pride working on the side? No, I wanna preserve myself in my image. I don't want to, right? So it's almost like you have to move towards the instinct and where your gut is taking you and not include that part. Makes sense, makes sense. Well, <clears throat> Hopefully everybody's not scratching their head right now. Like, what what'd he say? I mean, if 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 that is what's happened, just go back, rewind, and listen right. to it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, it makes sense, man. I know uh in all of that, definitely no more extracurricular stops at the uh <laughs> at the in-laws house. <laughs> the next stop will be the one you need to make. That that, yeah, that little restroom break, right? Maybe that restroom exactly. <laughs> But Everyone in the bathroom. Did y'all buy now. those bags of chips at the to, to have in the, uh, in the in the countertop? We're gonna have those here. We need to have those at the house, and we'll bring those. There are no stops. Let's be real, all right? Because it's a podcast of of, of black males. Sometimes it's not pride, it's not ego, 
we go along with certain things for conflict avoidance. That's, that's absolutely that's what it was. That's why I was kicking myself in the back of the head. Like, come on, man, you know better than that. And, and but you, but there, you cannot say if we hadn't done that. Right. You can't read that. Okay. Oh, don't do that. That's the pride check. That, right yes. Don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> Just put right. Yourself. Don't do Ooh, that. Lord. But at the same time, and this is just something that highlights our relationships, are our relationships built to withstand and thrive through trusting somebody else's instinct and going with it? Oh, not all the time. Mm. That's a tough one. And, and that, tough. That's tough. And, and I've had to, to battle that one over the years. And that's really mm-hmm. because it comes down to Y'all know me. If if histor- historically it hasn't been proven, I can't just go <laughs> along with it. I need data. I need something. I can't. That's something to me for the first time, and I ain't built trust enough to trust you anyway. But if historical data doesn't tell me that I can trust the instinct, it is what it is. I teaches. think, uh, you know, you really got to look at, I feel like, what in most relationships, I'll use my example, everybody got a link, right? And so the trust exercise is best when we talking about you staying, you know, in your lane. Like, does it does it make sense for me to trust you in this particular situation? Because yes, I know where to put it. I know you know what you're talking about. And so for me, that that was what the struggle was for a long time. It was like, okay, you know, it makes sense. I just don't want to let myself, you know, trust her. And I'm not talking about this particular car incident, but yeah. just instances in the past. Yep, or whatnot. Yep. So I think, you know, giving the person the freedom to operate within their strength. And then kind of on the flip side, though, what is a good thing out of this car accident situation is that I didn't have to say we sh- if we hadn't stopped, you know, this wouldn't have happened because it was already understood and said yep. and brought to my attention. It was like, yeah, we should have just done X, Y and Z. I should have just, you know, because it wasn't necessary. That was the lesson. We had a plan. We should have just stuck with the plan. So I didn't have to say that. So, again, the partner in the relationship makes things a little bit easier as well. 100%. I think that's um, both, like you said, uh, I really believe the knowing in the relationship, each other's strengths and weaknesses and being able to roll like that are very, it's very important. But then also it's just like tying that back into the love language and being able to, you know, all of that stuff works together. If you don't understand and know how you and your partner work to make sure that you can have that dynamic relationship, that's why things get get shaky. Sometimes silence is more powerful than talking. 100 percent. Yep. That that was a that was a hard lesson to learn over the years. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. It, it is. I to be transparent, it, it was a hard lesson learned, but sometimes just yep, not saying nothing says a lot. Yep, <laughs> it says the right thing. It's yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's hard, but you just gotta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you're shaking, so, you're shaking your head over there, Kenny. I'm just shaking my head because I, you know, whether I open my mouth or I'm silent, it's a double edged sword, both, both, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think. I, th- I think my silence is equally as <laughs> as my word. <laughs> your so, silence is yeah. Your silence is definitely um, is just as loud as somebody screaming at you. <laughs> just like why <"Why's> so quiet? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? It would be like, like a kid. Just yeah. yell at me. Just yeah. hit me. Right. <laughs> I need it, please. Look at that, man. We start off talking about 4th of July, man. Inner self, following your gut, and end up in relationship advice. You never know what you're going to get on the 13th. Listen, that's what it's all about. Truly, well, truly amazing. Well, you have to, right? Because it's it's a totally different dynamic if you are a single person listening to this podcast and we telling you to follow your gut because you don't have that external influence of a significant <laughs> other that's going to come in in addition to the voice in your head that's debating with you. Now you're going to have somebody that's literally going to debate you about <laughs> what you're doing. Right? So so, so we had to represent that because um, as we know, our, our, our audience is diverse and we needed to, to, to include everybody. Yes. So, uh, I, I think we had to go there and be realistic that like, hey, that's an additional challenge. Um, it's not just a, a two person debate that becomes all of a sudden a, a three and a four and, you know, depending on time of day and who they are and time of the month, you know, you, you just don't know. True story. There it is, man. Before we get into wrapping this thing up, man, I want to remind everybody to get this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, Anchor. We on uh, YouTube, Vimeo, uh, iHeartRadio, yeah. everywhere you get your podcast, man. Check us out. Follow us on social media at 13th Floor. Please check the website, the 13thfloorpodcast.com, and check the merch, mycooltshirts.com. We got plenty stuff up there for you to get your 13 floor swag up uh before i who i got i got i got mr nailed it that's right uh mr nailed it we got your corner man arts corner going live in three all right two uh, and we're live so this week is listen i i had a pretty easy week this week not much going on but uh took a trip out to lake house and uh you know that was a, a humbling experience to go somewhere and to see your kids um, other friends, their friends, just enjoying themselves and uh, going to places where you thought you wouldn't be. But also in this lake house area, there's not much brown out there. There's a lot of Caucasian persuasion around. So you want to shelter them and say, hey, stay over here or don't get loud or don't do this or don't jump around or don't pull out the water guns because it's going to be assumptions. Um, but then you got to remind yourself that these are kids. And kids are going to make fun with kids. They're going to do things. And um, they brought their water guns out, which is cool. Other kids was like, can I use your water gun and play with them? And they were playing around in the pool with a water gun. And so it was like, you know what? I can't assume that they're going to be cornered out. Kids don't know hate until they're taught it. So let kids enjoy themselves and have fun with it and not let my, um, uh, I can't think of the word, predecessors or whatever it's called. Don't let my concerns, my fears, rub off on them. We said it before, months ago, maybe a year ago too. Um, but as they're getting older, I'm starting to find myself having to pull back harder so they can experience life in a good way without having that baggage of the past at their age. Um, so if you're anywhere, you're doing things, just don't pass that that luggage on to them. They don't need that right now. Let them be kids. Uh, let them enjoy themselves. And if you are of, of young age, um, you know, live your life. Live your best life. Live Dubai style. Summertime, have fun, enjoy yourself, be safe. Shoot. That was one of those logical, proven instinct things for me. If Dick Cheney can get shot in the face during a hunting trip, shoot. <laughs> I saw, saw message a, a big brown papa bear and then two little brown bears. 
you never know. So yeah. I, I think we all would have uh, acted accordingly. Yes, yes, it was it, it was it was definitely um, eye opening to get there, and you're like, whoa, there's just there are six of us, and there was just six of us. Six of us, yeah. <laughs> but, but really, real, real quick on that one, I, again, you're we go back to that gut feeling, right? Your gut instinct, mm -hmm. right? And again, sometimes I do think the sheltering is too much. Yeah. But it's out of safety because you never know. Yeah. Which kid has already been that's been instilled in them and is gonna yeah. start something. And then yes, my kids are gonna be the ones that receive the receive the fallout. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of those that's one of those things that I may not compromise. I may not learn that lesson. I'm sorry. I got I need them to come home and I need them to to figure out and I need to not have to pull out on somebody else because they want to act stupid on my kids. No, but I'm there. talking age. He's talking age, though. He's just talking. And yeah, I'm, I'm talking. there. So, so I'm I'm watching and seeing, and I'm 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 seeing people kind of talk talk to me, and then you know it's happening. If they were going by themselves, no, there'll be no water guns going out by themselves because that's just not. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about even even in that scenario, you never know which kids that were there. Oh, true. But, but you talk about you, a kid. Is, I believe, I'm 100 percent that kids are known to their talk. You have no idea which kids have been taught already. That's the problem. That's true. but here, but here's the lesson in that, right? And 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 what we don't realize sometimes is that we've already learned the lesson, and you actually acted on it. In our time as kids, our parents wouldn't even let us be in that situation. Right. Yeah, you're right. 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 In this day and time, we're like, okay. I'm going to go into this. I know I got to survey the situation yes. and see how much we can do and how far we can go. Yep. And then I'll make a decision at that point. So there's a lesson there that you've already learned mm -hmm. that your instinct in your gut is reminding you, hey, well, don't forget to double check this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. There it is. Like there the time. There we go. So, BJ, before I go to Coach K, to close us out, did you have a message that you wanted to leave with the folks? Man, it's no message. Again, we this this is ironic. This topic is near and dear to me right now. I'm actually um by the time this dropped, um the past Sunday, I would have I got another delivering a sermon this coming Sunday at church. Um, and it's about life lessons and what scripture kind of led me along the way. And a lot of that is things that I've learned. Um, but from a biblical standpoint. So this has been right time. Again, if um, by the time this drops, though, it would have happened already the previous Sunday, so um, the 11th. So if anyone wants to check it out, um, we'll shoot the link up there too. You can see that perspective too. Yeah. Actually, you know you what? Guys see him. You guys get to see him in a, in, in a, in a platform where um he doesn't just sit in the back and is content to let stuff happen you, you you get to see the parts that we know and why we try to get him to talk up because he can do a whole sermon with no problem a whole right. sermon right. i remember the last the one from uh was it two years ago maybe about two two and a half years ago here yeah i remember that one i was pleasantly surprised to see bj up there doing his thing man. <laughs> yeah coach k man go ahead and take us home brother uh, I feel like Faison was about to say something. I cut him off. Were you about to say something about the link or? I was going to say, if you can give me the link, BJ, I can put it into the link that drops on Friday the 9th. Could be in the show notes. 
I'll put in notes there so that anyone's watching it now can go back and see the link. Maybe it's recorded or pop in, but they can go back and see it from there. Oh, okay. absolutely. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, so to close us out, I, I definitely uh, want to remind people that, look, as I said, every single day, you have a conversation with yourself where you either support your instinct or you suppress your instinct. And you need to learn how to become very aware of that. It's not easy. We all struggle with it. But what would happen if for five days you decided, you know what, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go with my instinct. And no matter what anybody else says, I'm going to try this and go with it. Um, Keeping in mind that look, you may have somebody else in your household that's trying to do the same thing. So my recommendation would be have a conversation if this is actually something that you're going to try out to let the other person know. Or, or maybe you sit down and you, you, you write out a list of, hey, here's what you're strong at. Here's what I'm strong at. Let's trust each other in these particular areas uh, to use our gut and our instinct of, of, of what we should do and what the decision should be. And, and look, no harm, no foul, no penalties. Um, let's regroup after the week, whether it's you're by yourself or you have somebody else. Regroup, review what you've learned, um, and then go at it the next week. See what happens. What's the worst that could happen, right? Whether you do or you don't, there's, there, there may be something there, right? Uh, that choice is up to you, but give it a shot. See what happens channel out, get up, get rid of the external noise, get rid of the external influence and try to see what happens when you follow you. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you all for listening and joining us here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. amazing. It's the 13th floor, y'all. It's the 13th floor, y'all.